Some folks would say is how she's got powers. Who are you? Ed Harley. What do you want, Ed Harley? Say it. You're looking for vengeance. Vengeance. Say it. Hey guys, welcome to Movie Matters. I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. And uh, today we're talking about the 1988 film Pumpkinhead by Stan Winston. He directed it. Uh, You guys know him from a lot of effects on the Terminator movies, Aliens, a lot of cool, cool movies. He's a legend in the industry. Uh, Starring the movie stars Lance Henriksen, who's also in Aliens, um, and I think he's a pretty underrated actor. I liked the movie. I've never seen it before. Uh, I didn't love it. It's about like maybe a six out of 10 for me. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, it was fine. Um, there are some aspects that I liked about it that we'll kind of get into. Um, but it wasn't anything uh, incredibly special. I'd say it's worth watching once. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it, for a movie that's about a demon coming to kill people it's not very scary um yeah and like there's a lot of points where it's kind of uh it doesn't quite fall into like the campy category but it's like very close <laughs> uh, yeah i'd say so it's you know it's quite there yeah it's your well it, it deals with a lot of country bumpkins you know like a lot of people from the from the country and They've got, uh, wherever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got, um, you know, crazy Southern accents, like, and even like the main characters, like the teens have their kind of Southern accent, which is interesting. Um, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but it, it's a classic cabin in the woods horror movie where teens get wrecked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, it, right. It definitely has a lot of, a lot of horror tropes, but it also subverts a lot of horror tropes, and I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit. I don't know if you picked up on that, but mm-hmm. uh, it the creature effects are awesome. You know, Stan Winston he's he's famous for yeah. all his special effects and and uh, his um, realistic set design and makeup and all that. Um, but uh, there's the the plot is good. And, you know, it's a revenge flick, and then he kind of has second thoughts, and it's how, like, revenge consumes us, and there's a demon in all of us, if you will. Um, I don't know. I I, I liked it. Uh, again, didn't love it. It's first time seeing it. Uh, it it was interesting. My, my boss recommended it to me, and he said it was awesome. I think if we had seen this from our childhood, I think we would have liked it more. Um, Possibly, yeah. Just because of the effects of it and like the demon, if you know, pumpkin head. Uh, and reminds me, it reminds the creature, it reminds me, slash demon, reminds me a lot of the xenomorph from Alien, the actual alien. Yeah. It's always like dripping yep. liquid out of its mouth. <laughs> And like drooling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I, it's, um, yeah, I, I feel like there's a, uh, element of this that like, uh, almost like we're too old for it. 
now. <laughs> and it's not like as uh scary or it's not yes. as like impactful. Um so yeah, I I feel like we missed the boat on like getting the full effects of this. Um especially because I I think it's it is kind of geared more towards teenagers. Um cuz it's like a very soft R-rated movie. Yeah. Um, it it probably is only R because they dropped the F bomb like a couple times. Um but like overall it's a lot of the actual tension is around the fear that the teenagers have of getting in trouble for the accident. Um, which shifts into the fear of the the demon, but like I I feel like uh, I couldn't really put myself in their shoes because uh, I'm not an asshole riding a dirt bike <laughs> around and knocking kids over. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think they're, you're not supposed to connect with them. You're supposed to be like rooting for the demon in a sense. It's an interesting take. Like you know, yeah, you don't really root for a uh, the the demon or like the, the villain of the movie. And you're kind of rooting for it a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And like, uh, at least until he starts going after the kids that literally had nothing to do with it. Um, yes. But at the same time, they're a little annoying and I feel like they did that on purpose. So you could still kind of get behind <laughs> them getting wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Well, but they're acting, I uh, I was... <laughs> dude, their acting is so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, it's um, not great. But I feel bad for the one guy who like sticks around and like waits for Ed, he, you know, Haley, or uh, waits for him to come and see that his child's wrecked and dead. And he's like, it was an mm-hmm. accident with that Southern accent. It just reminds me like <laughs> Forrest Gump, you know? Um. But like that guy, yeah. that guy like is the nicest one out of the group, and he gets killed first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I think and like going back to what you were saying about um, kind of inverting the horror tropes. I feel like they did that like right out of the gate when the, yeah. the killing starts by taking who normally would be the hero and just taking him out first, <laughs> uh, which yeah. is pretty interesting. Um, yeah, and like the main the main guy that's like really deserving of the punishment gets killed in the middle. Um, so like there, there's it's like a it kind of puts you off balance a little bit because you're you're kind of like okay there's some collateral damage getting to the bad guy you know like fine mm-hmm. uh, but then he die he gets murdered you know like halfway through and you're like oh okay uh but now he's gonna go kill the other two people left that like didn't do shit like it's kind of uh and that's where i think the uh uh the dad um you know kind of uh getting some guilt about his uh particular revenge tactic uh trying to save them uh comes in really well and like drives the story in in a good direction. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. I again kind of go into the subverting expectations a little bit. You know that the inciting incident is is Ed Harley's son dying. The you know the teens run him over with the motorcycle, um, which I thought they were going to kill the dog, 
and that was gonna uh like incite the whole thing and usually in most horror movies unfortunately the dog dies and that always pisses me off um so i'm glad they didn't do that but they killed the kid instead (laughs) which is you know arguably worse um but like and not immediately either it takes him a long time to finally die (laughs) yeah i was like is he dead is he not dead and like oh he's blinking and then oh he's actually dead and i don't know i was confused by that a little bit um i think it's just the kids acting yeah you know the director being like stay still don't do anything you know um (laughs) but speaking of the director uh stan winston it's his first movie it was super low budget three million dollars didn't do well at the box office um it did spawn a sequel it's it's an impressive debut though in my opinion um because originally the producers wanted the you know they they sent the script to Stan Winston in hopes that he would want to do the creature effects but he's just like oh it's a small kind of intimate picture i'm just going to direct it which is awesome and like he's like i'll i'll help with the creature but i want to direct it that's the only way this will work is 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 that that way and i was like oh that's that's pretty cool um and Apparently the set was really fun and he created an awesome atmosphere. Um, like apparently, so like reading on it, he brought a sense of humor and like lighthearted spirit to directing. Um, he assigned the creature effects to his like makeups, makeup team and visual effects team. He didn't do anything, which was really cool because he's a legend in the industry. And he's just like, I trust my team that I put together to do this. Like, go and do it. And he's like, I will either tell you yes or no. Simple as that. Um, So it was a completely, like, relaxed, fun set. And, like, that's awesome. I don't know. That's how, like, good movies get made, in my opinion. Yeah, I I think uh, it it comes through a bit. Um, There's, I think, some missteps in this, which, like, you could kind of see from, like, a first-time director. Um, But, like, everybody does seem to be giving it, like, a good effort, even though they're not great (laughs) actors in the end. Um, But, like, it's not, like... uh... That's why, like, I I don't feel like it... uh falls into like the camp category um because it's not uh it's not intentionally like uh trying to be like cheesy and um you know like over overly done the way a lot of like these kinds of movies can be um it just like dips its feet in there a couple times you know but yeah. it's more like an accident than anything else <laughs> yeah it's like yeah i agree 100 percent. it's you know i didn't really laugh you know a lot of a lot of these old kind of horror movies are kind of laughable um and the only thing i was yeah. really laughing mm-hmm. at is the, the teens acting which is kind of to be expected everything else i was like okay this is cool yeah like you know the whole the yeah, whole like, there, there's some really there's some like really good sequences in it. Like mm-hmm. the, the whole witch 
scene in like her house is really well done. Um, it's like very intense, um, and like uh, cool because you get a lot of good like world building in there, uh, and like they kind of develop the like mythology of this thing, you know, and and stuff that's gonna mm-hmm. come kill everybody. Uh, but also like. I feel like there's a lot of scenes in this where there's a bunch of tension buildup and they don't capitalize on it with a good scare. Um, so I think that's where it's like, you could kind of point to some like directorial missteps or, um, yeah. you know, just being a novice. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was going to say earlier or, uh, before is, is that whole, like, the set design is so cool. It's in, like, the backwoods of California. Mm-hmm. And the lighting is so cool in this. The movie also has one of the longest, most weird credit scenes, like, opening credit scenes ever. It's just, like, excruciatingly boring of just, like, watching the credits over flames. Um, and the movie's yeah. a really brisk hour and 26 minutes. And, like, literally 10% of that is... <laughs> like the opening credits it's like come on i literally fast forwarded yeah. through the credits i fast forwarded through them i was like this is this is <laughs> crazy um yeah so but the whole the whole witch scene is super cool the makeup uh, on the witch uh played by florence Schaffler or Schaffler um is really good apparently that whole costume and makeup all weighed about 65 pounds which is pretty crazy but the oh, acting geez. from the witch is really cool. And like you said, the world building is cool. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, Ed Harley going over to the grave and digging up uh pumpkin head, which again, it's, it's funny cause it's, you know, you expect this creature to have a head of a pumpkin or like in the shape of that. And it doesn't, it's literally called pumpkin head because it's buried in a pumpkin patch. Like, or like there's pumpkins around the yeah. cemetery, which, um, yeah. It's a cool scene how he digs it up and then brings it back and then like they take the blood from the kid and the blood from him and you know it like makes the alien come alive and then the creature coming alive is so cool. Um it's yeah. it's well done. It's there's a lot of well done parts in it for sure. Yeah, it, and like a lot of the set design particularly the pumpkin patch slash cemetery thing gives me some like Tim Burton, but like uh, from the backwoods <laughs> kind of vibes. Um, yeah. And the, like the uh, the scene where there's like the uh, they're in like a you know dilapidated or like uh, run down church also has some like Tim Burton y kind of hmm. vibes where like things are at like weird angles and like uh, yeah, like the uh, decay that's in a lot of his his like design, you know, is, is kind of present in this movie. Um, so yeah, I, it, it really cool, uh, overall. Um, like you said, the creature moments are pretty spectacular. Um, especially the like transformation and growth sequence is really cool. Yeah. Um, and like when you do get close ups of him, like the detail is pretty awesome. Uh, especially because he's we rarely actually get to see it <laughs> um but like yeah really well done yeah and what's cool is it's like it's pretty much there's the connection like the the connection between ed harley and the demon um 
you know, and Pumpkinhead. Like, they're mm-hmm. linked together, and it's slowly, you can almost see it's, like, slowly morphing into him, which is crazy and cool, and yeah. the detail in that. Um, and just, the kills are pretty cool, and, like, you know, when he, <laughs> Pumpkinhead drops the one girl from the tree, um, just how he's, like, sitting up there in a tree like a cat. Um, but it's, you know, it's a classic tale of revenge and how it consumes you. And, and it's, it's depressing. This movie's depressing. Like the fly was depressing. And American Werewolf in London was all these horror movies are kind of depressing. If you think about them, (laughs) yeah, like all the, all the main characters die in the ones we've watched. Like, (laughs) you know, all that's true. Like, (laughs) I feel like that, you know, isn't, common in horror movies like to have the main characters die yeah you, well it depends um typically i would say no um every once in a while though they'll just kill everybody yeah <laughs> um but yeah not most most of the time yeah i feel like someone survives and you know gets to walk away you know unscathed yeah and this or maybe in a post credit scene they'll get dragged dragged to hell or something but yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah this this follows the trope of like the final girl too a lot of these horror movies in the 80s were about yes. you know the final yeah. girl and the one girl that lives and you know laurie strode with halloween uh, nancy with uh with uh nightmare on elm street uh all those like this is the same thing mm-hmm. the one girl survives in this um one horror trope i liked that they kind of subvert a little bit but it doesn't subvert is when uh, Ed Harley, you know, shoots Pumpkinhead with his shotgun, and then uh, Joel, the the main kind of guy who killed his son, uh, walks up to Pumpkinhead and just like you know goes and shoots Pumpkinhead in the head, and he's like, "Oh yeah, now he's dead." I feel like in most horror movies, no, like no one does that. They're just like, oh, "Is he dead?" You know, yeah. and then they just like they like leave him or they don't do anything. It's like this was cool because the guy actually goes up and shoots in the head, and then. You know, Pumpkinhead fucking sticks the shotgun through him or the rifle through him and lifts him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's, it was cool. Yeah. I like that it's, it's like, a lot. Yeah, usually... Yeah, usually there's like... Uh, you know, you think it's dead. Everyone has the sigh of relief. Like, oh, thank God. And then yeah. it like sits up or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, this time he just walks up and just <laughs> shoots it. <laughs> I mean, he still I like gets that. killed, but... Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a good scene though. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, uh I'd probably watch it maybe one more time in my life. Um That's about it. Uh Yeah, I mean, there's there... Yeah, I, I feel like the rewatch rewatchability is pretty low. Um Yeah. It's worth watching once, I'd say, especially, you know, for Halloween time. Um Yeah. Again, it's not super scary. So, like, people that aren't into, like, especially, like, there's no jump scares in this movie at yeah. all. Um, so, like, if you can't handle that kind of stuff, like, this is, like, perfectly fine. Um, there's there's nothing that's particularly bloody either. Um, yeah. So, like, it, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, as gruesome or scary or whatever as some of the other ones that we'll probably 
well, we have or will be watching this month. So. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I'd be curious to see if this was remade. I think there might be one in the works to remake it. Um, if it were me, I'd make it really bloody, and I would still keep the creature effects, you know, uh, realistic and practical. All practical, yeah. And again, we've sure. talked about this, and I've especially, especially talked about this is like they don't make a ton of practical effects. Everything's reliant on CGI. Yeah, it's easier and not a pain in the ass, yeah. but it doesn't hit home as much. Um, you know, a, a, a classic '80s movie that does it really well with practical effects is The Thing, and then they made a prequel in like 2011, and the director had made the movie with entirely like with all practical effects because he was such a fan of the original. And he brought the movie to the studio, like after like his, like for his rough cut and the studio was like, this doesn't look that great. We're going to replace it all with CGI. So they did. And that's the biggest complaint of the movie. So it's like, you know, practical effects are, are King. I don't know. I just, I think they're great. And we need to, get them more in uh in movies yeah there's a reason why jurassic park still holds up and it's because all the dinosaurs are like robots yeah (laughs) they're not just cgi garbage you know um yeah exactly there's actually a giant t-rex head throwing a goat around (laughs) in the rain you know it's like yeah it's all actually things that like move and look you know real so yeah it's it definitely makes a difference i feel like for the audience even if you know that it's fake if it's a practical effect it has a, a more it has an easier like suspension of disbelief than CGI does. Cause like you yeah. can pick CGI out of anything. Like it's, it's really easy to do and yeah. it's harder. I feel like to get that connection, you know, I'm trying to think of a movie lately that's done like really good practical effects. I mean, there's some horror movie movies out there. Sure. Yeah. But like, think about like even like more big budget stuff. Um, I don't know. It's food for thought. Um, John Wick does all, you know, real stunts. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good example. That's, that's probably a a decent example. Yeah. Um, if you guys know of any movies that have practical effects that are really good, that are newer, let us know, drop them in the comments. Um, but yeah, I, I give it a watch and, uh, that's about it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, so, uh, and... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, next next week we've got um, Reanimator, yep. and uh, the following week to close out the month we've got The Shining, uh, which I think is one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, let alone horror movies. So uh, I think you you enjoy it probably about as much as I do. So oh yeah, we're excited to do that one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, stay tuned, guys, and we appreciate you listening.